Alright, let's make this happen in three, two, one. Tuesday, December 14th, 2021. It's me. It's me. It's your favorite PhD that ain't using his degree. It's Dr. Goose on the line with my boy on the other side of the state, Mr. Fermi. Welcome back to your Anonymous Gamblers podcast. Thanks, Dr. Goose. Happy to be back. Bowl season around the corner. I am uh, incredibly excited. This is one of my favorite times of the year. Uh, I love this in March Madness. There's just something about an 11 a.m. bowl game on a Tuesday that just makes you happy. Uh, to give everyone kind of an update of what we're doing here, we're going to have three different bowl episodes to kind of break it up a little bit. So we're going to go over the December 17th and 18th, this Friday and Saturday's bowls. And then Sunday we're going to meet again. We'll probably have a couple special guests on that will take us through Christmas. And then we'll have another bowl podcast that will take us all the way through the new year on December 26th. Now, I'm going to give picks that I have for our bowl pick'em. Uh, I won't give anyone else's picks that are up um, and that are put in at this current point in time. Mr. Fermi obviously is going to have a lot of picks right now, which is good. But let's see what's going on here for Friday, Saturday. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves, Mr. Fermi. And just tell me, just right off the cuff, something that you're looking forward to in this bowl season. Well, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to the college football playoff. I, I was hoping Georgia would play Bama. I knew the committee wouldn't wouldn't put those two together in um, the first round, but I feel like that should have happened. Um, but either way, I'm, I'm excited for the playoffs this year. I want to see Cincy make a run. I would love to see that, but I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's likely. Um, you know, we came out... How did you do on your overall season picks? I think I broke even, and then I was up a little bit on the... because uh, uh, Louisiana won the Sunbelt Conference. So, yeah, so I, I think I ended like three and two. I was three games under my overall regular season pick'em, and then I pushed one season-long bet. I lost one season-long bet, but I hit three season-longs at three units apiece. So I did well in my season-long win total bets, slightly under during regular season pick'em, but I think I was a little profitable overall. In, in terms of college football. Oh man, this this year I was like I was like seventeen and twenty seven at the end. I I was flailing to get out of there. Again, the only reason I even broke even was because I took some late night overs that happened to hit. So uh, bowl season's a new day for me. It's brand new. Let's get into the Bahamas Bowl. Middle Tennessee getting ten and a half against Toledo down in the Bahamas. Over under fifteen and a half for me. Uh, I got this line and. Um, Excuse me. I took the under 52.5 in the bowl pick'em. This game is notoriously windy. And Middle Tennessee, not very strong on offense. I know Toledo can get up and down the field a little bit. But I just don't see this thing going over, in my opinion. Will I take it? Probably not. But for the bowl pick'em, it's good enough for me. Yeah, so I'm I'm also on the under. I saw the line at 51 today. It, it does sound like it moved down to 50.5. couple crazy sort of stats that I was looking into. So... Toledo committed just six turnovers all season, which is remarkable. But Middle Tennessee forced the nation's best thirty-one turnovers. So I just think it's going to be it's going to be a really fun one to watch. That could decide the game. I think Toledo's going to pound the ground with Kovac. I know Stritzy would love that because he was he was talking up Kovac all year during Maxim. Um, the other thing to note: Middle Tennessee State is going with a freshman 
QB. So I don't, I don't really think they have many quality wins either. I looked over that schedule. I like the under as well. I think Toledo leans on the ground, and I don't think they're going to turn the ball over. Um, not a, not to the to the clip of Middle Tennessee leading the nation in turnovers. So I like the under. Six o'clock on Friday, Northern Illinois getting ten and a half as well against Coastal Carolina in the Tail Greeter Cure Bowl. Over under 63.5. In our bowl pick, I took over 64. Uh, I, I'm not really 100% confident. I think it's kind of a contrarian play, which is why I took it. Um, Northern Illinois really surprised me in that Kent State matchup. I feel as though they have the potential to do what they did to Kent State, which is really hold the ball, grind, grind the clock out, and slow this thing down. You think I'd take it under at that point, but... I think Coastal's a little bit more complete than Kent State, and I think they'll be a little bit more prepared. And Coastal's D is better than Northern Illinois's. I'm, I'm sorry, than Kent State's D overall. So I think it's going to require Northern Illinois to pass more, which they have the ability to do. Their their quarterback is competent. I think over 64 is a nice play in the bowl pick'em. I don't know if I put my money on it for me. Okay, so I. I like the analysis, and I think you're spot on. Um, right now, I'm penciled in for Northern Illinois plus 10.5 um, for both Bull Pickham, and I think that's my, my early lean. Um, I found it interesting that Northern Illinois played on 12-4 in the MAC championship, and this is going to be a really quick turnaround for a bowl game. I mean, it's only a two-week two week layoff, um, which is very, very short. So I think that could, that could serve as an advantage. I don't think they're going to be as rusty um, as Coastal Carolina right out of the gate. Both teams can put up points, average 40 and 31 respectively, but definitely Coastal has better D. Um, I, I think a lot of that is schedule driven, though. I mean, you know that NIU plays in the MAC, and that's just they're, they're high scoring games all the time. Um, so I actually like Northern Illinois to keep it close. Lombardi's a D1 transfer, he looked good this year. Um, give me the points. I think that uh, Coastal's in a potential letdown position here. I, I like I like Northern Illinois. If I had to take a side, I'd take them 10.5. That's, that's a lot for me. Uh, on Saturday morning at 11 a.m., Western Kentucky is getting three against Appalachian State in the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl over under 68. When we did our bowl pick them, it was 67. That's when we put those lines in. I actually put money down on this. This one is actually one of my formal picks. I will take that over uh, 67, even 68 for Western Kentucky Appalachian State. Western Kentucky's offensive coordinator is headed to Texas Tech University, and he is going to sling it around the field. Bailey Zappi. I was listening to another podcast that gave me this. He's five touchdowns away from breaking Joe Burrow's record. Four to tie, two to beat um, Colt Brennan's record from Hawaii. I don't see how they don't throw. I don't see why their punter is even traveling with them. It just it feels like they're going to go nonstop. Appalachian State is without their top wide receiver, but their running game is there where they're at. I don't feel like they're going to put this into the hands of of their quarterback, and their running game is really good. Also, Appalachian State's defensive coordinator's out. He's actually not going to be coaching in the game. He went somewhere else. I don't know where. Guy I work with was was talking with me about that, and um, he was like, hey, the, the D.C. coordinator's out. He likes Western Kentucky plus three. I like the over. Um, Fermi, what do you think? 
I'm leaning under, and that is despite Zappy being the best passing offense um, in the nation. But I think I think App, App State slows the pace enough to stay under 68. They only gave up 24 to, to Louisiana. And before that, the three games prior, they gave up a combined 17 points. I think App State it will slow them down. I'm not saying they can stop them. But 68 is a big number, especially if App State leans on the ground and doesn't break big plays. So I'm just I'm taking the under, even though they're you know two pretty good offenses. That's fine, but you don't think the fact that sincere, your boy Sincere ran all over Western Kentucky uh, the week prior, two weeks prior here, and Appalachian State has two very good running backs for me. I mean, they could they could break one open and it could be gone. I mean, it could be less than 15, 20 seconds and they're scoring a touchdown. That's true. I mean, if it that's what my fear is. I mean, if they break big runs, of course, um, the the over is is going to be in trouble. But I still I think App State's D can slow them down a little bit. I know I know Zappy's been unreal this year, and they're, you're right, they're probably going to try to get him the number. But I, I still think App State's defense um, can contain him a little bit. UTEP is getting eleven and a half over under fifty and a half against Fresno State. In the PUBG Mobile New Mexico Bowl, notoriously windy down there in New Mexico as well too. UTEP again, I'm stealing this from another podcast. Is 0 and 6 against the spread and 0 and 6 straight up. I think the last time they won a bowl game was in the 60s. It seems like they're going to be playing hard. I don't know if I take a money line, but for the bowl pick 'em, plus 11 and a half for me, I'm on the miners. All right, so I am. Fresno lost their head coach. Um, which is is could be a problem, but I don't think UTEP can sustain enough big plays from Fresno State's offense. I think Fresno State is going to be good for some big plays. UTEP lost the turnover margin in the last in five of their last six games, and if that's the case again, if they lose the turnover margin, I think it, it could be pretty lopsided. So I'm taking I'm taking Fresno State minus eleven and a half. That's what. I'm, Fermi, pick your favorite anonymous gambler. How, how, how is everyone supposed to fade us if we keep going against each other? So, well, that's true. That's true. Um, UAB getting seven over under 54 and a half against BYU in the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. I know the narratives about BYU, you know, being a little bit disappointed. Maybe that this is the bowl game they're, they're in. I, I really have no real read on this. I just... I took UAB as plus six and a half, actually. It feels like a little bit of a contrarian play, to be honest with you. It feels like, you know, some people just say, oh, BYU's going to smoke them. And, and I just think UAB's going to do everything they can to ugly this game up. I would not recommend putting money on that pick, but I'll say UAB plus six and a half. Yeah, so the only thing that I, I really found out reading this, you know, re- doing a little research... Uh, UAB is without their their star running back Dwayne McBride, uh, and they that's a pretty big loss because they they lean on the ground pretty good. Um, but they are six and one against the spread in the last seven. I still think BYU is the class of this game. I mean, I do agree with you that UAB has a lot more to play for in in this kind of bowl. I think BYU sort of feels like they they sort of got the, the short end of the stick here, but I I do think BYU covers this one. Eastern Michigan, Eastern Michigan getting nine and a half over under fifty eight and a half against Liberty in the Lending Tree Bowl. 
For me, I'm on the under for the bowl pick'em, 58 and a half. I know it's insane, right? Two unders within two days for a bowl pick'em. I just don't see how points are scored in this game. Liberty uglies it up. I mean, they have very good ball control for what it's worth. And it just seems like they're going to be the better team overall. It just doesn't seem like Michigan, uh, Eastern Michigan is going to be able to put up points on this Liberty defense. Yeah, and I, this one's a tough one for me. I Nothing really jumped out at me. Um, but I, I'm going to be on Eastern Michigan plus 9.5. Um, it's plus 7.5 for bull picking, but that line has moved to plus 9.5 um, in the last couple days. And the reason for that is... 15, in their last 59 games, 48 of them have been decided by 7 points or less. There you go. They, they keep games close. Liberty's turned the ball over a lot this year, um, a lot more than in the past with Malik Willis, the quarterback. Um, I do think they probably win the game, but I, I'm just banking on EMU, keeping it tight. So I'm taking the points. Oh, where is my line? Oh, there it is. The Jimmy Kimmel... L.A. Bowl at 7.30. Utah State getting 7.5. Over-under 67 against Oregon State. Uh, in the bowl pick'em, when I had the line in there early, it was 65.5. I actually got 67. My money's down on it for me. It's going up, and I think it's going the right way. Oregon State, 39th in yards, putting over 400 yards a game, but also giving up almost 400 yards a game. They have a really good rushing attack. Points scored is 32, 33-ish, but their defense is giving up up about 26. But look at Utah State playing really well and, and putting some points up at the end of the season here. I mean, goodness gracious. Their last two games, 46 and 35, they gave up. They got sloshed by uh, by uh, Wyoming, but before that, 48, 35, and then 51. It just seems like they're rolling. It seems like it's going to be a great game. you got to look for teams that actually want to be there. I think Utah State wants to be there. I think Oregon State wants to be there. And therefore, it seems like it's going to be a little bit of a scrimmage game for me. Let them play over 67. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate your pick. I will tell you that I'm on the other side of it, of course. That sort of seems to be our trend today. Love it. Uh, so I'm taking the under. I, And here's why. I, I definitely love the Oregon State running attack. They rank ninth in the country. I don't see Utah State even being able to remotely stop B.J. Baylor. Um, they've given up 144 yards per game on the ground as well. So I, I think Oregon State will have their way on offense. Um, I will say Bonner is going to keep them in the game, but I, I think Oregon State controls tempo and and both line of scrimmages. I really believe that. When Utah State blew out San Diego State, San Diego State was missing a lot of a lot of talent on offense, and that was I mean San Diego State they they pride themselves on keeping the ball, slowing the pace, and they just could not move the ball. So I. I think Oregon State hangs in this game. I think they win the game, and I, I think it's going to be lower than 67. <sighs> All right. Well, that, that's that's why they play the game. Um, Louisiana, minus 4.5 right now in the bowl pick They were minus 5. 
against Marshall over under 55 in the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. This is like a home game for Louisiana. I understand that Billy Napier is not coaching in the game, but I believe they've already promoted the coach that they want internally up to be the new head coach. He's not an interim. So I say take Louisiana. I think they're the real deal this year. They could end the season 13-1 and with a bowl game and a Sun Belt win. I don't think this team is satisfied. I think this is a good group. I've been watching them all year. I wish I would have bet against them line-wise a little bit more. But I think this one, they close it out. Fermi, give me Louisiana. I'm with you. I echo everything you said. Offensive coordinator, coordinator DeSormo is, is going to be in at head coach. And they're not going to miss a beat offensively with him calling the plays. Um, I, and I think their defense is the difference, actually. I, I think they're going to slow down Marshall and just keep their foot in the gas offensively. So I like I like Louisiana as well to cover. For me, that's how you do a 16-minute and 41-second podcast for the opening weekend of Bulls. There, they should be eight good games, man. I, I think a couple could be blowouts, of course, but... Um, there are some nice, juicy lines um, within a, within a score, and not much home field advantage in terms of you know for the Bulls. You did mention Louisiana, but I think a lot of neutral neutral sites here. Love it. Any other final thoughts for me? No, I'm I'm just ready to get this started. I mean, we're going to do these eight here, and then we should have another slate of like ten the next time we chat, and then we'll have a big, big slate for the New Year's Eve and New Year's Day bills. Absolutely love it. Listen, we want to keep these things short and sweet, so we appreciate you guys continuing to share this, like this, send it out. Um, We see you guys who are listening all over the globe, and we appreciate you, and we hope that you have a safe and happy holidays here. Um, Getting ready for the bowl season and your final couple weeks of work here before Christmas. So continue to hang with us, continue to fade us, or go with us. At this point, you have to pick someone. Um, And we appreciate it. And as always, it's only a problem when you're losing. Have a great one, everyone. We'll talk to you guys next Sunday.